What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameovers, episode 152. It's Saturday, August 12, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, Wasabi? What's up, everybody? It's Rick. I'm here. You're here. We're all here to talk about video games. Um, I played some shit. You played some shit. You probably played more shit than I did. Well, I'll start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Game Pass updated. Some new games are available on there. I played a short hike. I played none of those because I'm horribly <laughs> the, the Diablo 4. But tell us about a short hike. That actually looked pretty cool. It's we'll great. Turn walking simulator a lot, but it looks like it looks like it's not a walking simulator. It's not. It's more of a like platforming exploration game i don't know i don't know what what buzzwords you use to describe oh, it i was thinking of i was thinking of another game i was thinking of that firewatch game okay oh. so this is like this no is this is bad. no this is no firewatch this is okay. this is a video game okay <laughs> where you're just on like a little hiking trip and you're like your your like grandma or whoever is like hey why don't you why don't you try climbing the mountain and um that's you're like, gonna say that, grandma, but all right. <laughs> and uh so you like decide to go climb the mountain but while you're climbing the mountain there's all these characters and there's a bunch of stuff to do there's a bunch of stuff to pick up there's a bunch of stuff to collect it's like um it's, it's a little bit like breath of the wild yeah and that you have um you have the stamina meter in the they call golden feathers and golden feathers. The more you collect, the more you have stamina to, um, like climb, climb the side of the mountains. You know, you can climb anywhere. Um, you can double tap the, the jump button and that lets you flap your wings. You're a little bird creature. So you got like, you can fly a little bit. Like uh, every, cool. every time you hit the jump button, you like flap your wings a little to get a little higher. Um, and like, that's it. It's just like a chill game where you just run around, just talk to the people and just do stuff while you get like, basically you can just climb the mountain if you want, but you can also just get sidetracked and just start doing other stuff. And there's like a ton of stuff to do. Um, you can get a boat, uh, this kid was like, hey, take me out on the boat. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, hey, you want to do the race? Set up this race on the boat. You want to do the race? I'm like, yeah, let's do the race. <laughs> um, and like in the middle of the race, he's like, hey, I set up a big ass ramp. Take that ramp and you can take the ramp and then you break the boat. <laughs> um, it does a lot of stuff that like actually subverts your expectations because you do look at this game and you go oh, already I, I know what this game is going to be but it does do things to kind of subvert your expectations a little bit like there's um you can make choices and like the stuff that you find actually um gives you more like dialogue options to some of the characters like hey i found this rock that i found a rock that you you just smash it with your shovel and money just can't comes out and i was like when does this end it just kept coming like for like two minutes it was raining money out of this rock 
and then I was able to tell the 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 park ranger about it, and she was like, "No, you're lying. <laughs> they don't have those. Maybe on the west just, coast. Yeah, maybe on the west coast. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. The game has a sense of humor. I can dig that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. The dialogue's really cool. The the characters are really fun. Um. Yeah, it's just it's a really just fun game. It's just kind of just run around and just do stuff and um, I like that. So a lot of fun. And you give it a shot. Man. It sounds fun. It's on Game Pass, so it's not gonna cost me anything to yeah. try it. And it's really short. It's only like I mean, you could probably a hundred percent the game in like um like four hours maybe. Like it's not That's it's good. not it's not very it's not very long, even though there's a lot of stuff to do and I didn't even do it all. But, you know, I did what I wanted and I was like, I got my fill. And then, you know, that was it. Let's give it a try then. Um, you also put the UFO game. You're trying to get me to play it, but like, I got a baby. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, How was that? So it's, it's a multiplayer like puzzle game, right? Like a puzzle platformer. It's a puzzle platformer. Um, if you've, if you ever played Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe, it's the same guy, Andrew Morris. Um, it's a puzzle game with platforming. I don't know how else to describe it. You got like a gun. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video on it. I didn't do the, I didn't do the video yet because um okay I just got busy. But yeah, we we need to do a video on it. But there's not it's not very complicated. It's just yeah. It's it's hard to explain if you haven't like seen if you haven't seen it before. No, but, that's fine. I'll give it a shot for sure. Like it looks cool. Basically, it's like what what if like Tetris? You could like you had a guy that ran around the Tetris board yeah. and can like manipulate the the pieces. So, but at the same time, blocks are falling. So you have a gun. You can shoot the pieces, and that's how you clear them. So. The pieces come out in different colors and if they're touching they're linked so if you shoot one of those colors then they all take damage and then you can burst them and get like chain damage um but shit falls out the sky so if anything lands on you you take damage and the, right. the floor is lined with spikes so if, if you touch the floor then you also take damage you can take up to like two hits before you die use this game trying to fuck you up <laughs> yeah it gets very hectic it's actually extremely difficult it is extremely yeah. difficult the tutorial i had to do like five times because it was just fucking too hard i was like this is crazy the tutorial is this hard so but it's that a lot dope. of fun it's a lot of fun that sounds though. dope like it sounds like fun like i like like you have like hectic like multiplayer experience like you know, I like those kinds of games, man. Like the Alien Hominid game was a lot of fun, even though it was fucking madness. Um, yeah. You know, I like, um, oh God, what's another one? Oh God, it's like, it's getting, a, it's getting a sequel. It's moving from an isometric view to like a third person over the shoulder view. Oh God. Helldivers. Yeah, Helldivers. Like I fucking love Helldivers. And that's just insanity. Yeah. So, like, those kinds of hectic, like, crazy multiplayer games. I love that shit. 
sound. Yeah. Well, the multiplayer is is the multiplayer in this is not. Um, it's not really a multiplayer game. It has multiplayer. It has like thirty player multiplayer or some shit. I assume it takes the form of like one of those, um, like a Tetris ninety nine or you know one of those uh, games. Yeah. I think that's what it's like. Um, but it's a it's a single player game. It just has that's also an option. Yeah. Which I didn't get to try any of that yet. I'll give it a shot for sure. Like it sounds fun. Um, you're also playing some games on PlayStation streaming, right? How's that? Yeah, I want to do a more in-depth look at what I wanted to do was like revisit some of the streaming services. Yeah. Because um, I don't know, it's just been a while, and uh, the the. Xbox One is the one I have Game Pass Ultimate, so that's the one that I can like just keep trying whenever I want. But every time I go back to it, it's the same shit. So I'm like, okay, this hasn't evolved at all. So I wanted to, I just had an urge to just play some Ratchet and Clank. I was like, yeah, I want to play some Ratchet and Clank. Actually, what I what I wanted to do was play some Metal Gear. So I loaded up the PlayStation. Uh, the place I don't even know what they're calling it anymore. It's not called PlayStation Now anymore. I think it's just called PlayStation Cloud Streaming. Yeah, but it's, it's got, it had a rebrand, but it's the same shit. You have to subscribe to the crowd. you have to subscribe to the PlayStation Premium tier, the top tier PlayStation subscription. You need it just for the cloud. So I was like, whatever, fucking twenty bucks. I'll just do it for like a month just to yeah. see. Um. It's like it's both dog shit and fantastic at the same time. Allow me to explain. Number one, the UI, absolute trash. Yeah. Just absolute trash. There's no search option. All they have is specific categories that you have to flip through to find what you're looking for. So I was looking for Metal Gear. And I was like, okay, what is what is Metal Gear under? Action? Shooter? Action adventure? RPG? I don't know. We're gonna flip through this category these categories and go through every game one by one to find Metal Gear. Eventually, if you go keep going down through the categories, you go through like A through Z. So yeah. Um, turns out Metal Gear is in none of those categories because there's not a single Metal Gear game on the entire service, what? which is insane to me. That's crazy. There's not that a single one. Not not a single one. I was like, that's insane. You're PlayStation. You're the Metal Gear guys. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost. It sounds like it's easier to play a lot of these Metal Gear games on like PC now than it is like yeah on PlayStation. Um, like I think the first like three Metal Gear games are on GOG, right? Like I don't know how good the GOG version is, but it's it's there. Yeah, there's more that I can say for Xbox. So yeah, so That's I was bullshit. like, that kind of pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> well, because I was like, we were talking about Metal Gear Solid Four before, and I was like, oh man, I bet that's on. I bet that's on the streaming. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because I think I said that during the last episode. I was like. We oh that's the only way to play Metal Gear Solid Four is if you have a PS3 or if you stream it. I could have sworn it was on the streaming, but it is not. So that's a bummer. So, um, 
So yeah, I was bummed out by that. And then, so I loaded up Ratchet and Clank. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just play these these uh, PS3 remasters of, of Ratchet and Clank. So yeah. I load up the first game. The one thing I like about the, the service is that your saves are still on the cloud. So if you had a yeah. PS3 and you uploaded your saves to the cloud on your PS3, those saves are still there. Oh, that's good. So all my saves are still there. So I, I, I picked up right where I left off. I recognized everything. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, this is right where I left off. And there's something, there's a problem. There is yeah. a problem with the... Uh, my my uh, controller has Hall Effect joysticks. And I watched a video recently about some guy who tried to install... Hall Effect joysticks on his DualSense controller on his PS5. And does it not work? <laughs> ironically enough, he also tried Ratchet and Clank with his controller and ran into, I guess, the same fucking issue. Even though I was playing a th- PS3 game, he was playing a P- the PS5 Ratchet and Clank. But there's an issue where you don't get the full range of movement that's annoying so and i was like what the fuck is going on here uh it was only now i was only experiencing it on the ratchet and clank but i think he was experiencing it on everything but i was like this is fucked up i can't play this game (laughs) uh luckily it has deep you can use a d-pad to move so that's how i was doing it but I, I thought it was my like I thought I thought I fucked up. I was like, oh no, this is not. I I can't play these games if it's fucked up. But then I loaded up, um, which also like Ratchet and Clank. It had the telltale signs of like cloud gaming. It had like the delay. Uh, well, actually, it was mostly just the delay, which I couldn't tell if it was just the game that was delayed or if it was, um, you know, the cloud shit messing with it. So I was like, yeah. okay, let me load up like a PS4 game because this is an old game. Maybe it just had that delay and I just didn't know. So I load up a PS4 game, native PS4 game. They added those recently to the cloud service. So I was like, okay, let's try this. Load up Sackboy. And my God, dude, it was like fucking perfect. I've yeah. no, I've like not played a cloud game like that. If you told me it wasn't, if, if you told me it wasn't a cloud, I would not have believed you. That's how, that's how good it was playing. Damn. Okay. Like even even visually, was damn near perfect. I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> that's that's pretty neat, actually. Wow. And like, I didn't have the controller issue, so I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's just that game then. But yeah, it was incredible. I was like, oh shit, and the game was good too. I was like, oh, I should buy this fucking game on Steam. Yeah, is that I heard good? Sack Boys really good. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop playing this. I'm going to get it on PC. But it it was, yeah, it was surprisingly fucking good. I was like, holy shit. It made me want to revisit the Xbox. Because I remember playing Outriders on the Xbox cloud and it being fucking terrible. Absolutely terrible. The worst thing I'd ever played in the cloud. And Outriders is on the PS, the PlayStation streaming. I didn't try it on there. But I want to just to see if it's any worse than it was on Xbox, because yeah, it was very impressive. I was very impressed. So, That's really cool. That's really cool. Um. 
yeah. So there's my there's my cloud gaming story. It, it's got me wanting to try all these services again because I've tried them all before, but yeah. it was a while ago. So I want to see if any of them have, you know, upgraded. And it seems I think the answer to that is no. But <laughs> yeah, um, I've tried like the Amazon streaming on yeah. my phone. What is it called? Like Luna? Is that what it's called, Luna? Yeah, yeah. I tried that on my folks. I have, like, Prime Gaming, so every month it's, like, I'll hear some new games on, like, Luna you can play, and they had a... They had a new Mega Man on there. Mega Man 11, I think is where we're on now. So I was like, okay, this will be good to try, because it's, like, a very, like, you know, twitchy, like, you know... Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, very like accuracy demanding, you know, game. You know, it's yeah. very reaction based. It's it depends on like your reaction and movements a lot. So this so like helps out that score for me. And yeah, it feels like dog shit. Like I I was I could not play it. Part of it too was that it was it was using touchscreen controls, but I noticed a delay on it was making it even worse. So I was like, okay, this sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess I just just cloud stream cloud gaming isn't far enough ahead for me to get a comfortable experience. Um, yeah, I did try it with the Xbox cloud cloud gaming too. With um, I tried playing some because there's that there's that kick when I was playing Fable. So I was at home, I was at work on my lunch break. I was like, I got this awkward amount of time before I go to back to work. I was like, oh, I can fucking play Fable three. Just pick up where I left off. It's all in the cloud. So. I did that, and that was pretty dope. Like, it felt pretty comfortable. I was surprised, like, how well it worked. I didn't have any issues with it. Was it perfect? No, but that was to to be expected. And I was pleasantly surprised how comfortable it felt. And I have an Xbox controller. I attached it. I tried it again later to see how it felt. And it was pretty good. I was surprised how, how smooth it was. Um, I'm still not totally convinced it's going to be the future of gaming quite yet, but I, I see the appeal now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't played it too much. Maybe like, maybe now I can try it. Not the, a little, uh, the, best, long. the best services I use was um, Stadia, ironically, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But Stadia, like, Stadia was the absolute best. Oh, no. The the Nvidia one was the absolute best. The Stadia was yeah. a close close second. Yeah. Um. And like and then like the like third place. Who gives a fuck? Because they were all yeah. not good. All <laughs> like there was yeah. never it was never anything even close to those two. But um. The, yeah. When I played Sackboy, I was like, holy shit, this is <laughs> like damn near perfect. There were like a couple hiccups, but. I think those are just like, you know, normal connection issues. Yeah. Um, it was like crazy how good it was. So I'm gu- I'm guessing just if you're playing like modern, because it does, you're playing that on a PS4, I guess. And the same thing yeah. with like, the Xbox. Like when I go to the Xbox shit, I'm, I'm looking to play older games. I'm looking to play games that I can't play but with any normal means. You know, I'm looking for like PS3 exclusive games or you know, Xbox yeah. 360 exclusive, you know, for a bullet witch or, you know, yeah. lollipop chainsaw or metal, your solid four. Like that's the shit I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, like you have to emulate these to play them. 
so but those are, are sadly those are the ones that don't play very well so yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bummer that's a huge bummer um I haven't been playing too much lately. I'm still playing Diablo 4 like a motherfucker. Like, I'm playing it right now because I'm addicted to that. it. I yeah, you're telling me. I've had it with that game, so. I, I'm into it. I've not had it with this game yet. I finally hit this, like, point where, like, I was able to run another build, a build I wanted to play with Druid for so long, and it's going great. <laughs> what is it about Diablo that because I uninstalled that and then I reinstalled Path of Exile and I was it's it's just so it's just instantly so much more satisfying just instantly I think it's because Diablo focuses a lot on like the action aspect of it like the building stuff the build crafting stuff is there but this game makes you like feel really when you get powerful, you get really fucking powerful. I'm inclined game. to disagree. I'm inclined I, to disagree. You haven't because seen the, the trample slide, Earth's Fury Druid build yet. The, the, and pro- that is the problem incredible. with the problem with um for me with Diablo, it was a mo- it was a two prong thing. It was the lack of resource, so I'm yeah. I'm always resorting back to my basic attacks, and then the the extreme, the overabundance of cooldowns. So if I'm if I'm not lacking in a resource, all of my other abilities are on cooldown, and it's like the balance of those two things are just makes it so unsatisfying to play. Whereas in Path of Exile, there's no cooldowns at all, and you have um, just, like you have you, there is a resource, but. You're almost never at your resource limit. And if you are at your resource limit, you have potions that there's resource potions that you can just pop and it refills just by killing enemies. So it's like not even a limited resource. And like those like those two things will solve my Diablo problem almost instantly. Yeah. And then in Path of Exile, there's no five there's no five ability limit. You can slot in as many abilities as you want. And I fucking love that. Uh, it's like everything I I didn't like or I had an issue with in Diablo, Path of Exile, Path of Exile. I was just like, nah, dude, do you know? I think my thing is that like, it's the end game for Diablo. I really like like once you beat the game and you're running like, uh, the seasonal stuff and what is it, the Hall of Whisper stuff, the Nightmare Dungeons, like that stuff is like it's compelling to me. Um, does Path of Exile have an equivalent to that? Like, once you're done with the story, it's like, oh, here's just like, yeah, it's like maps. Run. Okay, it's like the maps, which I've never even gotten to because there's a campaign. Um, that's the thing about Path of Exile is you have to do the campaign, so people speed run the campaign every season, and yeah. um, it like announces who's the first person to do certain things in the server. So, like, every new season, you, you'll be like, bong lover 420 just completed does uh, the first to complete the xxy and you know See, so people... like the, i think that's what i need to get to because like i need to get to that in path of exile for me to like really have fun with it because that's what i have fun with in diablo it's like it's the like a diablo 3 it was like running riffs uh gambling at the uh at what's his name the fucking that merchant and um 
you know, getting unlocking Kanai's cube, unlocking the slot into it. Like it was all that end game shit that I was into. Yeah, and I don't know. I, 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 I might have played more. I mean, I don't know. You played a lot of like Diablo overall, but I might have played more Diablo four just in terms of. Well, I don't know. I, I guess you played like nonstop. So there's so many issues. Every, with the, yeah, <laughs> there's so many issues a- with that game, man. Like the gear is dog shit and i'm not i'm not talking about just like the legendaries that weren't dropping for me i'm talking the um the affixes on the gear like there's so much fucking dog shit in that game the 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 um the affixes the the what the fuck do you call them it's the affixes the aspects not the aspects just the the random stuff that can generate on on it yeah it's just there's so many fucking effects in that game that it's like do damage to close enemies do damage to far away enemies do damage to frozen enemies do damage to burning enemies damage to uh stunned enemies damage to fallen enemies damage to flying enemies damage to grounded enemies damage to poison enemies like that's part of the fun though it's like getting the right when you get a gear that like has all the affixes you want which is never which is never but when it happens though it's like it's really good there's just so much there's there's i think it's too much and it doesn't explain fucking any of it (laughs) like there's so many status effects and like it's not there's no good way to say okay how do i inflict this effect I, i think that's one of the things they're like trying to address with all these fucking patches is like like vulnerable vulnerable was the big one where it was like if your build doesn't have vulnerable on it you're fucked and like it's like shit like that where i'm like i shouldn't have to rely on like one status effect to have a viable build i should just be able to just like if if i'm playing like a lightning guy i should be able to just build lightning and fuck things up with lightning if i like spec all my lightning shit in a proper way um it's funny you bring that up because like I, I don't feel like I need to rely on a status effect. Any status effects I want to rely on, like, coexist off of each other just due to the nature of the, the, the skill tree. Like, like, the build I'm running, this druid, right? It's got... All my skills work off of each other. So I have... I have Trample, which lets me just fucking rush through enemies like a charging bear. And the aspect I have for it makes it trigger, it makes it an earth skill on top of being a bear skill and gives me landslides that follow behind me. Now I have another aspect that like every time, anytime I cast landslide, it doubles the landslides that are there and they increase in damage the more I have, uh, the more I cast. So that works with trample and then poison creeper. I have an aspect that lets that also cast landslide and it gives enemies uh enemies that are poisoned take 30 percent more earth damage so that works with like like the fucking landslide skill and the trample skill it's fucking yeah, like, ridiculous be, the shit be, that i'm putting together here like, there will be skills that like work off of each other but i always i never felt that it was i was i i still felt like i wasn't getting the damage output that i should be getting or even just um if it was like a barrier like even like for defenses like oh why while a barrier is active this happens or um 
like even the stuff that would play into each other they would play into each other yeah but i it just wouldn't it would just be the the sun the gain you would get from it it would just not never be enough I think it's just because you had you and I have very different experiences. Like I'm coming from Diablo three, I, mean, I was so playing I, a sorcerer, which is yeah, uh, you know, infamously fucking bad. But it's pretty. It's top tier now. I think. I think it's like top uh, tier for this season now. But you've already uninstalled it, so that's not going to change anything for you. Yeah, um, it's still on my Steam Deck. I was I almost loaded it up the other day because it is still on my Steam Deck. And I was like, I'll just load this up and try the the latest patch. But then I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I I'm into it. And I think it's it's because of the end game stuff. I like how can I word it? It's uh I like doing grim favors and turning them in, getting equipment from that and using that equipment to help further my build. I like doing the seasonal quests. Um, I like I like watching the fucking season journey go up as I finished more of these. And I think that that's what I like, the, the, the end game stuff that lets me, that's kind of lets me not grind, but for lack of a better term, I think, yeah, just grind and get better equipment and clear through dungeons and improve my resources i think that that's what i like about it and i'm always doing something like every time i do a quest it's given me experience which can build into my paragon level and i can apply more stuff to the paragon board and i'm turning in quests and they have a chance of dropping loot with every quest i do and once i do enough of those i turn them all into the whispers of the dead and i get equipment from them too sometimes i'll get obols and i can turn those into the purveyor curiosities and gamble for some equipment it's like i'm always the game's always pushing me to do something and i don't feel like i'm wasting time doing it at least not at this point i know like at higher levels when my gear starts to get more optimized and i'm the only thing i could really expect to get is like a piece of gear with like slightly better affixes or slightly higher stats than the affixes that's when i'm gonna start hitting a wall but until then i'm having a blast with it um, I think I need to give Path of Exile another shot, but play through the end because I think, from what I've been told, the end game is very similar, but the game, the core game itself, is more fun to play. The, um, I think it's more like uh, Diablo Three. I never, I never, the end. I never get to the end game in these games. So, but if I remember Diablo Three, it was like you you go into the like rifts or something. Yeah. And it's like randomly. That was, like that random. was like shit. I miss Rift running. Yeah, that's I what missed. Path of Exile was like. Except they're, they're maps and you, there's a, um, hold on. I, I need to get like an image for it. it. There's like, they're maps and you generate the maps and it's like a whole nother like fucking tree. Um, and you can like generate other stuff on the maps. So like you you put on the map what you want on it, and then you and it's like a like a dungeon, and you and you do it. Um, it's like a genius idea, but I've never I've never gotten to it. Um, See, that sounds fun as fuck. Like I would get into that. <laughs> like, yeah, here's yeah, here's a little image of it. It's like a whole nother tree, but each node on there is like you you generate the map for that and um you go and like clear it and then 
fucking you get stuff. <laughs> like, See, it, that's what I want to try too. Like, that sounds insane. like fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give it another shot for sure. Cause like, I did like what I was playing, but when it comes to these types of games, it's not the the story mode that I want to get through. Like, it's but it's I, I think that just engaged. the gameplay. I'm just talking about this, the the just the yeah. general general gameplay is just significantly significantly more satisfying than Diablo just because I'll give it another shot man I'll give it another shot for sure like, I'm, not, I'm not going through this cool down bullshit and this I have, I have no no mana bullshit it's just so frustrating when I can't get my attacks off because I'm just it just did the game just won't let me well there's always like that's the thing like there's all kinds of affixes to like you have me saying it now. Uh, there's all kinds <laughs> of affixes and aspects to help slow that down. Like this build I'm having, like every skill I'm going through has cooldown. But I have like abilities on the board that like reset cooldown on like chances for critical hits. Or there's an yeah, aspect but then that, it's, like, it's like the lucky hit shit. It's like a chance of a chance of a chance. Yeah, it's not, but it's you, never something you can rely about on. Lucky's theory being this like totally unreliable thing. But I was doing the math on it. A lot of them really good, like lucky, like lucky hit effects, like are almost fifty percent to go off every time you attack. It's there, there, there's some that are like really low. No, no, like, no, no, it's it's fifty percent. So okay, what it tells you in the thing is not, it's not a fifty percent. Yeah, so, no, yeah no, 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 no. So, so let me finish. So each skill has a lucky hit chance, right? So yeah. let me give you an example. I'm looking at my skill tree right now. Uh, my trample skill has a lucky hit chance of 20%. Yeah. Now, if I have another skill that's like, oh, lucky hit 30% chance to trigger, you know, yeah, that's going to be low. That's like, what's 20% of 30? Like, overall, every time I cast Trample, it's a 6% chance of going off. Because you have to have the lucky hit trigger and then the uh, effect trigger. But every single attack has a chance to lucky hit and it's different so yeah that's one example i gave you with trample no, but if you no, look no. at that's like not, my that's, not, skills, that's not the chance of it to lucky hit that's the chance that when you get a lucky hit so your character has a lucky hit stat yeah it's a stat on your character yeah that's also like a percentage so it's like that percentage has to hit and then whatever attack you used that percentage has to hit and then not always though. for the so for the sorcerer for the sorcerer it's also your you have to critical hit as well I, I don't know if it's like most other classes have that too but at least for the sorcerer you also have to critical hit then get the lucky hit and then it's like it's like that so Everyone is different, and that, that, that's where it gets tricky, because each lucky hit... Here's what, what I hate about the lucky hit stuff, and I will admit, it's not clear enough on how the shit works. Um, and there's two triggers, okay, where there's a trigger to lucky hit, and every, abil every attack is a different chance. So I, like I gave you the example, trample is a 20% chance. So every time I cause trample, there's a 20% chance that's, that's going to trigger a lucky hit. Now, depending on how many lucky hit effects you have, those are all different. So there are skills that are like, oh god, I'm trying to find one right here, but my, my build doesn't use too many lucky hits, so um Yeah. 
It could be, so you like, have a example, chance like, of triggering like, any of those, any of those yeah, effects and triggered. Yeah, any of them. Yeah. And they each roll separately. So it's not like I'm rolling once and then one of these is going to trigger. Like, no, each hit rolls. So if I have like Furious Wolf Pack, which is lucky hit, your wolves attack have up to a 40% chance to fortify you for 80% base of life. So every time I trigger a lucky hit, I'm rolling a one in one hundred, uh, forty in one hundred chance of that triggering when I lucky hit. And if I have more lucky hits, triggers on top of that, they all get a separate roll. So there's another one that's like, oh, lucky hits have chance to heal you or whatever for a thirty percent chance. Then when I trigger that lucky hit, I have a twenty percent chance to trigger it with trample, and then each of those have a chance of triggering too, and they each roll separately. Um, so that, that's where it gets tricky and each skill is different. So you can really manipulate it to go off more than it should. There are some that are super specific. It's like, oh, you have to lucky hit with this move and get a crit for this chance to go off. Those suck. I don't know why that's a fucking thing because the chance of critting and lucky hitting at the same time are ridiculously low. I don't yeah. know why that so exists. That's why, that's why when I, the... The, if you build a lightning sorcerer, lightning uh, focuses on critical damage. So lightning has an extremely high chance of critical hitting. So that's why when I like when I built my character, I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, here's where we're gonna go. Critical, lucky hit, and even then, even then, it's still, it's still not. It's like completely unreliable completely unreliable there's just so many conditions yeah it's it's those conditional ones that are tricky like there's one um the necromancer super cool because it's not conditional it's like anytime you trigger damage there's a lucky hit chance to spawn a corpse so every time i attack there's a chance to lucky hit and that lucky has a chance to trigger a corpse and it's and that's where it gets tricky is knowing those triggers and there are some that are like strict as fuck like I haven't played the sorcerer, but if there's like, oh, every time you crit, lucky hit chance to do this, like that sucks. Like if that's no, what's no, going it's on. Not, it's not every. Sucks. It's not even every time you crit. It's if you crit, if you crit, there's a twelve percent. First of all, it's yeah, because you have a chance to crit too. So yeah, you get the chance to crit, the chance to lucky hit, and then roll that specific effect. Yeah. Like that fucking sucks. Like I'll give you that. Like if that's if those are the conditions you're playing on. It's just that with, the, with, sucks, a sor- with a sorcerer, dude. with a sorcerer, there's so many chances for multiple hits because lightning damage does you chain lightning and also it hits multiple times. So it hits multiple enemies and it hits multiple times each enemy. So yeah. you, you there's like plenty you would think there's plenty of opportunity to get yeah. so many so many of these effects on just like one enemy even because you could hit like one enemy up to like five times with one attack but even then it's still just it still does not is not as completely unreliable now i haven't played the latest update so where they supposedly fix a lot of the sorcerer shit um but yeah it was just like it, it was stuff like it was stuff like that the stuff that i wanted to rely on like the cooldown resets yeah. they, the sorcerer has that too and like fucking they have so many cool cooldown abilities that you have to rely on like the barriers uh and the the, the shields and like the lightning tendrils like some of these are like keystone abilities for the sorcerer and they're just always on fucking cooldown uh and it just it yeah. fucking sucks 
We're I'm gonna, I'm gonna play through a sorcerer <laughs> after this character and like give it a shot because like I want to see like what the issue is if there really is that big of an issue. Maybe it's been fixed since like you played it, but if you're already out of the game or out of the game, nothing I say is gonna like change that. But I'm having fun with it, and I think it's because again I don't I I played Path of Exile that one time I liked it, but I wasn't scratching that ish like Diablo was scratching, but. Like I said, I didn't get to the end game on that. So I'm sure, like, from what you're describing, that shit sounds fun as fuck. So maybe I just got to give that a shot, like, really beat the game. Uh, maybe after the season, when I'm done with this season, I'll give it another chance. But I will admit, Path of Exile 2 looks fucking incredible. Like, that demonstration looked fucking awesome. Yeah. And showing off the monk and seeing i love seeing stuff synergize like that's that's my favorite thing about these types of games with stuff synergizing together it's like oh this skill improves um my next ice attack and my next ice attack is another skill that like will cool down the first one or something stuff like that i love seeing shit like that and just watching stuff synergize and have it just just cause insanity and they're showing that off in spades with that Path of Exile 2 demonstration. So I'm definitely going to play that when that comes out. Uh, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It might get me to uninstall Diablo 4, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, if the stuff they're promising has a good end game to back it up, that will be my forever game. Um, but yeah, I'm still playing that. I'm playing it right now, like as we're talking. Like I said, I fucking I like this game. I like it a lot. The season is very stingy. I'll be honest. The fucking seasonal bonuses, the stuff I get for going seasonal progression is so stingy and shitty. And if you're not putting money in the season, it's like I, I might as well not even be playing through it because the stuff it gives me is so like mediocre. Um, whereas the seasonal content was all free in Diablo three. Like <laughs> you got all these cool cosmetics, these cool. These cool upgrades, uh, wings or like a flag or something, and that was all from just like playing the season. Like the only condition was that you had to finish the season to get all the really good shit. But with this, I'm looking at the seasonal progression. Even if I finish it, I'm getting some like mediocre fucking cosmetics, no emotes. I don't want really any shitty. of that shit in a in a Diablo yeah. game. Yeah. There's no, there's zero reason for a cosmetic item in a Diablo game. So with Diablo three, the cosmetics were like exclusive items. So things like an exclusive pet or exclusive wing set or an exclusive flag that says like, I finished the season. Like that's what you were really fighting for in Diablo three. Um, also the season would change some pretty cool shit and give you some pretty cool things at the end. Like, seasons are also kind of an excuse to, like, test drive some new armor sets or some new abilities. Uh, they were giving some of the classes, so there was a lot of fun there. But with this, the cosmetics are cool, but it's not as cool as, like, getting an exclusive pet in Diablo 3 or something like that, you know? Um... And I'm going to be honest, a lot of the, even the paid aesthetics that you need to unlock for the season don't match with your character. Like, this fucking, a lot of these, like, full armor plates are like, okay, you want my druid to walk around with a full set of armor like that? 
same as a barbarian, same as a necromancer. A fucking rogue is gonna wear a full set of plate armor. Are you serious? Like, at least like change it to make it match the fucking class you're playing. Like, it's really lazy <laughs> to me. Um... So, uh, like, that's the beef I have with it. Um, and I gotta pay for that shit. I'm not gonna drop ten dollars for the season for some mediocre cosmetics. Um, I just don't care about cosmetics. Period. In an isometric zoomed out game where I, I can't even I can barely even see my character Mania Sonic Fire in the chat Yo, what up? first but yeah like that's I will admit this season's very underwhelming the stuff that's in here is cool like I like the malignant hearts I like that stuff yeah um I like the way that changes the way the game's played but the actual seasonal progression stuff isn't cool enough to to justify it um and again a lot of the really exclusive like emotes and stuff they're all locked up behind a fucking paywall and I go through the seasonal progression I'm like what am I getting here I'm getting some very mediocre cosmetics and like the artisan stuff but those are kind of boring compared to some of the other stuff that's here and again none of it matches like your character class but whatever um yeah that's my beef with it yeah. um i also I started playing you're... yeah i think i hit the head here i went on a well, lot longer than i wanted i think to. you're i think you're um you're a little attached to diablo i think i'm probably you've most the, likely you've got the you've got the you can't see past it man maybe most likely does, Which I played uh, other RPGs. Like I played Grim Dawn. I fucking love Grim Dawn. And um, they, they've they're they're teasing some new shit. There's teasing yeah. something big. I don't know what it is, yeah. but yeah. Um, Path of Exile Two looks incredible. Like I'm gonna play that when it comes out. There's but... another one called Last Epoch, which is not free. I think it's like 15 bucks or something. But that one is also incredible. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I played uh Wolfson Wolken. That one's fun. It doesn't have controller um, support. It has controller support, but it's bad. So yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to play any of these games without controller anymore. Yeah, I've come to realize. I, can, I prefer a mouse and keyboard for these types of games, but I can play either way. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think that's right. It's got to move past the because I do like it, but I am kind of blinded by it. This is this is what I know. <laughs> so, um, I'll give some other stuff a shot. Like when I'm done with the season here, I'll definitely give uh, Path of Exile another another try and play with that some more. Um, I'm also playing some older games. Uh, I just bought Soul Calibur 6 on Xbox and yeah. I got all the DLC for it. That's a lot of fun. It's a fun 3D fighter. Um, was that on sale during Evo? Because uh, I, I got so. a bunch I of fighting games. Yeah. So I picked that up. The character customization is so much fun. Like the character creations are really cool. Um, there's a lot less stuff in it than I remember. I remember having a lot more options when the game came out. Uh, I think I'm just tripping, but or maybe like other games like Saints Row has, has like some fucking crazy character customization and stuff you can choose from. I think this game, those other games like spoiled me a bit. But it's still a lot of fun. Um I'm also playing Chrono Trigger DS, which I fucking I bought this game like years ago and I like it, but my problem with RPGs is if I play anything else outside that RPG, I'm gonna drop it. <laughs> I can get like 20 hours into it, 30 hours into it. If I don't finish it, 
I play Snake Eyes, come back to it. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I reset it. I yeah. restarted Chrono Trigger so many times. It's not, it's not a long game. Like, you can beat it in, like, 16 hours, I think. Um, but I've just, I've, I've, I've played the opening of that game so many goddamn times. And I'm telling myself, I'm going to finish it this time. Like, this is going to be the time I finish it. Um, it's a cool, it's a cool game. Like, it's really cool. There's a lot of really cool stuff that older RPGs don't do. It's not too grind heavy, which I like a lot. Um, the skills are all very interesting. I like the way the characters play off of each other. The story's really good. There's a lot of really cool meta stuff that the game does that a lot of RPGs haven't done since then. Um, the game remembers choices you make, so like little little things that are like normal RPG practice that kind of make you an asshole, like characters call you out on it. There's a part very early in the game, I don't want to spoil, where characters will call out your asshole behavior and it can get you in trouble. Um, it's, a it's a cool game, and it's just I know how incredible it is. I just got to fucking sit down and finish it and not get distracted by other shit. Um, yeah. And it's on, yeah, it's on DS, and the DS port's fucking incredible. Like, it's, it's really good. It has all the anime cutscenes from the PS1 version of the game without the fucking garbage load time. Um, it has some extra content that wasn't in the original SNES and PS1 release of the game. Um, and all that content is exclusive to this version, so that's cool as fuck. Um, I don't know how much that game costs now on DS. It's probably way too expensive. I got it for $20 at GameStop um, years ago. And how much is it now? Hold on, I gotta see. Is that game not on the Nintendo Classic emulation thing? It's not, but the DS version specifically is like its own separate thing. Like, yeah. It's a separate game. It has its own. Um, it has its own exclusive features that aren't on other versions. I'm finding different prices here. I'm seeing like copies of uh, with a box for like fifty dollars. But I'm also seeing loose cartridges for like a hundred something dollars. So I don't know how legit these prices are. But I wouldn't pay more than twenty bucks for it. It's a good game, but don't give these like resellers all this money for it. Like pirate it if you have to. Um, don't pay more than 20 bucks for it. Um, for yeah, there's all kinds of fucking different prices here. I don't know which one's legit. Um, but it's still a fun game. I'm, I'm dedicated to finishing it this time for sure. Um, we've been talking for an hour. We still have a whole like showcase to go over. Oh, god. Um, yeah, I know. THQ Nordic just had their digital showcase and they talked about a ton of stuff. Um, how much of this do you want to go over? Like, um, about everything or? We won't have to talk about everything because yeah. not all of it was relevant to anything. Yeah. Um, I will say they started with this little pre-show. Yeah, which was weird. Like 20 minutes before the show actually started. But the first, like minutes, like, the, the first game they showed of that is a game called Perish, which yeah. I've never heard of. Same. But it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool as fuck. I was like, what the hell is this? Uh yeah, it looks like um it looks it looks like a mix between Destiny and Serious Sam almost is the vibe I got yeah. from it. Yeah, no, I agree. 
and yeah, I went over there and I look, I looked at the page and threw it in my wish list. I might just buy it now and just check it out, but it looks, it looks awesome. Yeah, it does. It looks cool as hell. Like, and it's already been out. It's been out since like January, but they just came out with yeah. some, like um, an expansion, a free expansion. So, yeah, it's been out for a hot minute and it looks incredible. Um, that one's definitely on my list. I want to check that out. Um, I guess some Titan Quest DLC is coming to mobile. I didn't even know Titan Quest is on mobile. <laughs> um, yeah. That's cool. I played a little bit of Titan Quest. I liked it, but I only played. Uh, so I got it on Switch, and the. I guess the console versions are really weird because the the game auto attacks, so you're not like your basic attack. You're not pushing a button to do it. The game does it for you. Oh. The only buttons you're pushing are to use like your your skills, like the stuff on your hotbar. Um, I don't know if all console versions of the game do that. If it's just a Switch version, but that's the it's, one I played. It's crazy to me that you're playing so many games on different platforms. Yeah, because I cannot. I'm not juggling platforms anymore, dude. If it's not on PC, I'm not playing it. <laughs> so I got it like... on Switch like forever ago because like I wanted I wanted a ARPG I can play on Switch that I can play on the go. Diablo's on and Switch. It is, but I had Diablo on PC and the content doesn't carry over. So oh. my logic was I'm gonna play something different. Yeah, like my PC's for Diablo and I'm gonna use Switch for something else. And I was looking at different ARPs that are on there. Torchlight was on there. Torchlight's pretty good, but I heard Titan Quest was like incredible. And I was playing Grim Dawn, and Grim Dawn is a lot of the stuff in Grim Dawn was stolen from Titan Quest, like the multi-classing, yeah. the the way gear is set up, and spotting gems to gear. Like a lot of stuff you that's in Titan that's in Grim Dawn was in Titan Quest first, and. I'm like, okay, cool, give it a shot. I like Grim Dawn. And Titan Quest is pretty fun. It's a little, it's unforgiving in the terms of like, it's really easy to build your character the wrong way and fuck yourself. So be careful with that. Um, it's very old school. So you are slotting points into stats, which can get annoying. Um, but it's still a fun game. And it's still going strong. Like the Switch version is the most outdated version of the game because every other version of it, especially the PC version, is still getting expansions. So that <laughs> that's something that's a game you can play for a very long time. Um, I didn't even know it was on mobile. Looks like it's getting some more DLC, so that'll be cool to check out once that comes out. Um, Lethal Honor looks really cool. It's like a hand-drawn roguelike with like a comic book art style. I like that a lot. Um, Alone in the Dark, they kept having these weird previews for Alone in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Like, did you watch those? There's like... Like, I think those were actual actors, right? Like, like big name actors, like having a monologue. If they were, I don't know who they were. <laughs> I think that one guy in the vest was from Stranger Things, but I might be wrong. What's his name? David Harbour. Okay. Was that him? I, I didn't look this up at all. It might not even be him. Let me see. Yeah, that was him. Okay. That was him. Oh, he's Edward Carnby. He's like the main dude from Alone in the Dark. Okay. That's pretty cool. I think they have a little still... preview demo on Steam right now. I didn't check it out, but I don't know. I'm not a big... Uh, is it, do we know what shape or form this game is taking? No fucking clue. Okay. Um, it's a remake, 
of the first Alone in the Dark. So oh, it's is not it? like, yeah, so it's not like, it's not a new game in the series, it's a remake of it. Okay. Which, if you remember, there was like a lot of, I think there's a, lot, a couple of remakes of it, or games attempting to be that first game. And I don't know how this game's going to play. It's, it's definitely leaning on like the, the Lovecraft stuff. I think it's like a third person over the shoulder type of game. But I don't know what's going to focus on. It's going to focus more on the puzzle aspect of it, or is it going to focus more on the uh, action side of it, a mix of both? Um, I don't know what it's going to focus on. Uh, graphically, the game looks really impressive, like from those models that we were seeing there. Yeah, I thought they were okay. <laughs> no. So not, we'll, not we'll see. Away. Not blown away, but it's, it's serviceable. Like it looks, it's clean. It looks good. I know what the characters look like. Um, let me see. So we'll have to see when that comes out, like what that's going to be. They're hyping it up a bit. So if this game sucks, it's going to be really embarrassing. Um, which Alone in the Dark is a track record of like not great games. <laughs> um, the South Park game, Snow Day, got a got an announcement. I still don't know what the fuck this game is. I think it's a MOBA. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure. It looks like a MOBA or a Battle Royale. Yeah. I can't tell. But they said co-op in the thing, so I was like, yeah. okay. I mean, a, yeah. a Battle Royale could be seen as a co-op game, I suppose, if you think about it. Um, full 3D on this one. That's a bold move. <laughs> yeah, especially since, like, you know, we had great 2D games and... Terrible 3D games. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we'll see what happens with this, but I'm not excited for it. I was really excited because uh, the first time I heard about it, um, a notification popped up from Twitter. And it was uh, IGN was like, oh, take out a look at the new South Park game, uh, South Park Snow Day. And I said, like, oh, sweet, a new South Park game. And instantly deflated when I saw the 3D art style. <laughs> yeah. Like instantly, I was a lot less excited. And we'll see what this comes out to, but I'm not going to hold my breath. It's going to be anything like good. I don't think it's going to be anything as fun as like the Stick of Truth game or Fractured But Whole. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm glad yeah. they're doing something different because, you know, they, they've done those games. I feel like if they just did another one of those, it would just be not, we'd be bored of it already. Uh, maybe. Maybe, but we'll see. Um, the fact that it's like a multiplayer game and it looks like a MOBA or some sort of like Battle Royale game kind of upsets me. That's not what I want. Yeah. It reminded me of Fat Princess. Remember Fat Princess? I never played it, but I've seen it, yeah. It kind of reminded me of, but... It was like capture the flag, but the flag was another yeah, human. Princess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see, we'll see when it comes out, man. Like if it's we get more details on it, they show very little of it off. A lot of these games have very little shown off, um, except for Outcast. That had a lot shown off. It looks dope yeah. as fuck. You said it, it looks like Dark Void mixed with No Man's Sky, and yeah, I agree. Um. Yeah, Outcast. They they people say Outcast is like the original open world game. It like pioneered the open world shit. 
which maybe i i never i never played, I never the, played it. the old yeah. games so but it looks really cool though it looks cool yeah, as shit. this one looks cool as shit it does look cool as shit and i really really want to pick it up um any game with a jetpack is like exciting to me like more, we need more jetpacks in games jetpacks are cool um what else we got here recreation looks yeah. fucking fun as fuck yeah um you said it's a track mania with full little big planet and i agree this looks fucking awesome dude yeah and these are the burnout guys the original yeah. burnout guys so they've been making these games where it's like almost like tech demos like they did like dangerous golf and you know, they did a couple of these games where it's just like, hey, we just we just are trying stuff out to see this like destruction engine we're building. And I guess all of that was leading up to this. Um and what I what I want to see out of this is like go full cart racer and just like as some power ups, you know what I'm saying? Something to yeah. blow like attack other enemy or drivers with. Because right now all they showed was just building and driving. They haven't shown. I, I want to see you know missile a missile pickup and I can attack other drivers and that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, this looks cool. This looks it, cool. It looks like you yeah. can drive and build at the same time, like yeah. <laughs> almost like Mario Maker, the Little Big Planet type shit. So. Yeah, this looks good. I'm not a big fan of racers, but I think it's because I like more like arcadey, like crazy cartoony racers. So yeah, this looks like it's it's doing that. So bring it on. Like I'm gonna try it out for sure. THQ is super underrated. They got some garbage, but like the stuff they make that looks cool is like really really cool. Yeah. And yeah, so I can't wait to see uh, Recreation come out. Uh, they also talked about Titan Quest too, which like. Yep. Fuck, I didn't see that coming. Yep. They're gonna milk Titan Quest for as long as they could. Um, but no, Titan Quest 2 is a thing and it's happening. We got zero look at it, so I have no idea what the fuck the game's gonna look like or play like. It's gonna adhere more to the old school sensibilities from the first game, or they're gonna have some more modern stuff if we're seeing a Path of Exile or Diablo. Or it could just not be an isometric RPG. It could just be something totally different. I doubt they would do that because of how popular RPGs now. Yeah. Well, they again. already they already said it's like it's it is um it is that an game. Isometric. Okay. Um, they said it's still gonna have multi-classing. Um, yes. Yeah, they said they said a little bit about it already. Um, it is like it is ARPG season, man. Like we are eating yeah, well. Yeah, doing great, dude. I love it. I love. It. There's too many RPGs to count. Like there's too yeah. many out there. I keep playing Diablo because I suck, but <laughs> there's a lot to choose from out there, and I'm cool with it, dog. Um, I actually downloaded Path of Exile on my Xbox. I was gonna play it again on my Xbox. Oh yeah. But but xbox and steam don't have cross-platform play or cross oh, support yeah yeah so i didn't do it i was like well if i'm gonna play it i want it so i can go back and forth yeah, on i mean so I, I played a bunch on my uh ps4 and yeah it doesn't carry over but i mean it's still it's a it's a good way to play it i mean it was before they added controller support to the pc i think pc is now just 
the best way to play. You should get a Steam de- not necessarily a Steam Deck, but just something one of those handheld like, PC. Yeah, I want one. I want one really bad, but you know, I got a baby and a house to pay for. Yeah. So, so if anyone wants to like get me one, donate to the show. You know, that'd be cool as fuck. <laughs> it's never gonna happen, but <laughs> it'd be cool. Or if one of those like big companies want to sponsor us, that'd be cool too. You know, I'll talk about your product on the show. GPD. I am, yeah, I am for sale. I will say and do anything <laughs> if you give me enough money. Um, I legit like I love the GPD devices. They've been doing yeah. it for a very long time, and they know how to do it. So. Yeah, that, that's that's on my wish list. I'm definitely gonna pick one up eventually. Um, I decided I'm not gonna get a PS5. Um. If I spend any money, it's gonna be to either upgrade my PC or to get one of those like handheld Steam devices or something yeah. to play my PC games on the go. Um, that's what I want. I want to play my PC games on the go yeah. or hook it up. One thing I got the Steam Deck is that it's got a docking system to hook it up to my TV so I can play like at home. Yeah, yeah. On my TV. So if my I'm trying to like you know I can't just. I can't haul away in my office when I have a baby. So as much as I'd like to, yeah, I have a baby. I can't just hang out in my office and play Diablo when I'm watching a baby. But I can, like, you know, hang out. He can be in his playpen. I can be next to him. I can be in the living room on my on my couch watching him while I have a game running. You know, something not too intensive. I can do that, and that's kind of what I want one of those devices for to do that. Um. But yeah, it's on my list for sure. Yeah, Titan Quest 2. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play. It's definitely going to be an isometric RPG, but again, we have so many of those out now. What's it going to do to stand out? Grim Dawn was considered the spiritual successor to Titan Quest, so what's Titan Quest 2 going to do that Grim Dawn hasn't already done? You know, we'll have to wait and see when it comes out, man. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it happen. Uh, we also got Last Train Home, an RTS, the train sim. This game actually looked pretty cool. I like that trailer. I'm not a big sim guy, especially like a train sim, but I like the mix of like RTS gameplay with it. It kind of reminds me of XCOM, but on a train, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> XCOM on a train. Yeah. Yeah, because XCOM had that like base management stuff, remember? Like you had yeah. like. Oh. But it was but more, it it was more yeah, disconnected it, from the actual like yeah real yeah, gameplay. Yeah, it was like the it was like Mother Base from fucking Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, you know it's a cool thing to have. Like you see a building, but you know it's not you're not responsible for it the same way you are responsible for it in this train game, the last train home, because you're actively managing resources, you're keeping your people happy, so. That's a cool combination of things I think could work pretty well. Uh, we'll see when it comes out. See what the what the consensus is for it. Uh, we also got Trine 5. That fucking video, that, that fucking trailer, <laughs> the acting was so bad. Yeah, it it's sure like, what was. What the fuck were they thinking? Like, <laughs> But... It looked the game looked cool. Like I'm not gonna lie, Trine's a fucking cool series of games, man. Like they're, yeah. they're good. I didn't, I didn't know they were already on five. I didn't either. I had no fucking idea they're already on five. And there were four people playing. Last time I played Trine, it was only like a three player game. There are only three characters, so 
How long have they had four characters? <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. Yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. As fucking as fucking like unimpressive as the fucking acting was in that whole trailer. The game looked cool. And I want to check it out. I want to go back and play the train games because they're cool, but I know I'm never going to have time to do that. But I want to. I really want to. Yeah, I think I have them all. I've never played them. They're good-ass games, dude. They're fun. We'll get yeah. together one play through them. I've only played uh, Trine 2, I think. Whatever was the first one on Wii U. That was the one I played. Um, I got it on sale with my brothers. We had a good time with it. Uh, space for sale. It's like Grounded, but on an alien world. Looks cool as fuck. I really liked what I was seeing with that. And Way of the Hunter. I don't know what this game is. You said DLC. What do you, can you elaborate on that? No. <laughs> no. I think this game's already out, and I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what they're showing here. I don't know anything about this game. Maybe it's like some Africa DLC. I guess what it look like you can hunt yes. big game hunting, like uh, like lions and shit. Buffalo. Controversial opinion here. Yeah. I think hunting is kind of a bitch ass sport for people who want to feel like big people. <laughs> Oh no, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, I 110%. Like, people think I'm so bad I took down this, like, elephant. Like, yeah, but you fucking, you have, like, an armored car, follow it around. You pick the smallest one out of the group. <laughs> yeah. No, and if you're not, like, like it, if yeah. you're not hunting for food, it's, you're, you're doing it wrong. I saw this video, like, years ago, where this, uh, this girl, uh, she hunts, like, wolves for a living, because I guess she lives in, like, Africa, not Africa, fucking Alaska. And I guess they have like a bounty on like wolves during a certain season because they like they fuck up people, they fuck up livestock and stuff. So like the county will pay you like to kill wolves if you bring in like wolf heads or pelts or something. I can't remember what it is. That's like. But she's talking. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's crazy. Some but... witcher shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Already got and, a wolf uh, problem. Basically, yeah, and that's what she does for a living. Like, every season, she like does it, and she's like talking it up. She's like, yeah, it's like a really. It's a really dangerous job. You know, wolves could run at, like, fucking X amount miles per hour, so you can't outrun them. Their teeth are as sharp as knives and as long as, like, screwdrivers and uh, blah, blah, blah. They could kill you, and then you wouldn't even hear them coming. And she's going on and on with this biology well lesson about how dangerous wolves are. And I'm like, okay, so how do you hunt them? And she sits, like, a mile away, literally a mile away, with a, with a high-powered sniper rifle, Sets down bait in the middle of like a fucking snowy field and waits in to come by and picks them off. I'm like that's not <laughs> you. I respect the hustle. It looks like it's easy money, but don't act like it's this like fucking dangerous thing when you are in absolutely no danger. But whatever. <laughs> what's the what's the Liam Neeson wolf movie? The uh, the gray. Oh yeah, when he like fist fights a wolf with like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like do that, do that shit. Then I'll like, then I don't think it's impressive. But don't sit here and act like you're this like you're in this like really dangerous job. I'm sure it can be dangerous. We don't know what you're doing. You don't have a sniper rifle. But <laughs> yeah, I, I get the same vibe from like I see people posing with like a lion. It's like, dude, you like. It's kind of unfair how you took out that line. Let's be honest here. Like, yeah. 
Take it out with a bow and arrow, then we'll like talk. Like that's cool. If someone shows me like a picture of a lion they hunt in, there's like a bow and arrow in its heart, there's like a bow in its heart, it's like, okay, that's impressive. Like you must have a huge wiener because you did that. <laughs> like that then then I'll acknowledge like your manliness. But other than that, like no. Well, you know, it's like warfare in general has evolved to the point where it's just like, you know, you just fly overhead and just drop a bomb and fly away. Right. Like it's very like combat in general is very not no no longer as personal as it used to be. You know, no one's like whipping yeah. out swords anymore and it's like you you must battle. <laughs> You're not wrong, but like they still have this attitude, like they're this like they're this like badass warrior, even though it's like, dude, you like you drove a you flew a drone. Yeah. Like, chill out. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't know anyone who flies drones who thinks that. Like, anyone who flies drones, like, tell us in the comments. You've flown drones in the military. You don't have to talk about like any classified stuff, but like, like, what's the consensus? Are you guys just like, oh, it's a job, or like, like, what's the consensus there with that? Um, moving on. Talked a lot about. We talked a lot. None of it was about this game. <laughs> Um, fucking moving on. We got uh, Tempest Rising. You said that's a Command and Conquer mix of StarCraft. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. Not, yeah. I'm not really into RTSs. Same. But this one looks all right. Yeah, looks cool. Uh, Gothic One is getting a remake. You said you don't know shit about Gothic. I don't know shit about Gothic, so... Okay, well, there you go. I didn't even know it was Gothic. They, they didn't even put... They didn't put yeah. the text. I was like, okay, what the fuck is this logo? And I had to look it up. <laughs> yeah, you... I'm gonna be honest, okay? If you're a Gothic fan, I'm sorry. Yeah. A Gothic is not a popular enough franchise. You can just <laughs> drop a logo and people get excited, you know? <laughs> like, let's be honest here. I know what the fuck I was looking at. Yeah. It's not it's not Call of Duty. It's not Halo. It's none of those games. It's not popular enough. You can just put a logo up and people get excited. Like you know someone's out there, like as soon as the trailer started and they heard the first three notes of this trailer, they were like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Like someone's yeah. out there that did that. And I was watching There's this the whole time. Someone. I was like, What the fuck is this? This is trash. Yeah. I was like, this What is, is going on garbage. here? But... The cinematic look was kind of funny. Like the dude was like kind of an asshole. I know it's kind of funny, but I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, this is like, I had no idea. It's not like recognizable enough to like be obvious of what it is. Like, yeah. Fable. Fable could have had that trailer. Yeah. And I would have instantly been able to tell it was Fable because Fable is a popular franchise. It has a very specific like style to it. Like I would have, that, that, tra- that would have worked for something more popular, but it's Gothic. Like that's, Let's be honest here. If you like Gothic, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. It's not a popular game. I'm sorry. It's a cult hit. It's a cult classic. People who like it love it, but it's not like this big name. You can just have a trailer, not show the name off, and just have like a logo and expect people to be like, oh, they'll get it. The fans will get it. What fans? (laughs) What fans? (laughs) No, no, jokes aside, like, uh, it must be very exciting for all you gothic fans out there, all two of you. Um, I'm sounding mean today. I'm really mean today. 
<laughs> I know. There's someone who's really excited for it. If there's anyone who is a fan of Gothic, like tell us about it in the comments, man. Because I don't I don't know like when to start it. Should I start Gothic now or wait till the remake? Like tell us in the comments. What's the best version of the Gothic to play? Like tell us in the comments. Um, if you're a Gothic fan, tell us like how you felt this trailer. Were you instantly like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like it's happening? Like, you know, tell us in the comments. Uh, also, the very last thing they showed off, which they didn't show off anything, but I'm still excited for it. Yeah, is uh, they announced that they are working with um, with consultation. I think from uh, I have to watch that trailer again, but I think they said they're working with the uh, Image Comics. But I might be making that up. Uh, yeah, they off some names here. Yeah, to produce a uh, Last Ronin game. Now, those of you who don't know, Last Ronin was a short miniseries of comics based around the Ninja Turtles. So all the Ninja Turtles were killed except for one remaining turtle, and he goes on his quest for revenge using all of his brother's weapons. I'm not going to tell you which turtle, because it's kind of a twist on which turtle it is. Uh, that's, that's part of the appeal. It's like, oh, which, which is the last surviving turtle to make it? Uh, but if you want to talk about what's probably, if you're a Ninja Turtle fan and you want to talk about like, what's the most dramatic option to choose for it, it's that one. <laughs> But it's still, it's a cool comic series. I haven't read it. My brother read it. He said it's really good. And I want to check it out. I was waiting until it was finished before I checked it out. It is done now, so I might check it out soon. But the fact that we're getting a game based off of it is really, really cool. I think Ninja Turtles are a really cool franchise. I want to see more cool Ninja Turtle games that are like on par with what we're seeing here through the AAA space. THQ is more of a double-A publisher, but whatever. I'll take what I can get. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but this game, they might like put, they might give this all the budget they can. Yeah. Um, it was weird seeing Nickelodeon's logo on it, but I forgot they own Ninja Turtles. So the the lightsaber Ninja Turtles is weird. I think like the original writer, what's his fucking name? Uh, one of them still owns Ninja Turtles in the comic book space. Peter Laird, I think he's the one who still owns it. Yeah, Peter Laird still owns the comic book space, I think, for the Turtles. And, but then Nickelodeon owns like everything else, like the video games, movies, TV shows. Like they own all of that. So seeing their name, seeing their name on this dark, gritty, like game, this dark, gritty game is kind of interesting to see that, you know. It was the only piece of color in the entire black and white trailer, so that was really weird. Um, but we'll see when it comes out, man, what that looks like. I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. Even though they've shown off literally nothing, I'm still excited for it. Uh, moving on to quickies. Microsoft begins selling Xbox controller replacement parts, including Elite stuff. So you can check that out on microsoft.com you can actually buy repair parts there's instructions on how to put stuff together this is really great neat. yeah it's great it's awesome it's great it's awesome i love seeing it i love seeing it the um the not awesome part is the price i mean might as well oh, just yeah. buy a new controller with how yeah, much a pcba xbox wireless elite pcba board is like 50 dollars. yeah but that's for an elite controller so you know elite controller is like what like hundred something so like 150 i think yeah and what the fuck is you to control you gotta replace the pcba like i don't know but 
Um, but also, like, there's, there's the parts are here. Like, this could be a cool shot in the arm for the the modding scene too. I think. Like, yeah, I I figured that they were doing this because you know the the Hall effect. I'm not. I was thinking about buying a Dual Sense Edge controller because I just I prefer the PlayStation layout of a controller, yeah. especially when I'm playing games like DJ Max, which yeah, they're traditionally PlayStation based games. I'm just used to that layout, so I was like, man, I should buy a um, I should buy a Dual Sense Edge, but I'm not yeah. buying a I'm not buying a premium controller that does not have Hall effect joysticks. Yeah, I'm just not doing it. So yeah, <laughs> I figured they were they were doing this. Xbox was doing this, so they could announce like replacement parts, and so you could they would make their own Hall effect joysticks, and you can just slot it in. Maybe so I figured might, that, that might be coming later. It would be their might next move. Later. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is great because I need a new faceplate for my controller. Cause you know, like the grip is coming off. Like it does that thing, yeah. like the grip kind of peels. I never had any other issues. Actually, my my bumper is starting to jam. Um, so it's just so good. There you go. This is yeah, this is cool. Like yeah, and again, like this would be cool for the modding scene too, because they can have access to like official Xbox board, like Xbox controller boards and buttons yeah. and switches and motors and all kinds of stuff so that would be cool to see man um to actually have official like xbox parts to work with um and you know the replacement cases and stuff i'm sure like the mod scene can have like a field day with those um we'll see what happens man but i, I it's cool to see it happening um again there's also written and video instructions to swap this shit out so if you're a first timer and you're worried about fucking your shit up you know there's there's instructions there to do it that's neat if only Nintendo can get on board with that with their Joy Cons or whatever. Never. Um, yeah, I had to fix my own Joy Con. That was a pain in the ass. Um, Red Dead Redemption is coming August seventeenth to Switch and PS4, and it costs fifty dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, it's a straight port. Yeah, no updates. Port. Thirty mm -hmm. FPS. Um, but it comes with Undead Nightmare, so. There's that. I um, think like trying to see something because I think like the Series X version has like an improvement. Yeah, the the it does the it does all the improvements you get from running those like backwards compatible games. It does like the HDR and the yeah. upscaling to 4K. So I don't that, know if it has 60 FPS, but I don't think it's 60. But um, it might be just like well, it might like some some of the games I think run just run unlocked, so as like a side effect, it just runs like at, at sixty or, or like or higher. Um, this is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is a bummer. I you know like can we not get a PC version? What like what is happening here? at Rockstar that we can't get a PC version of this game. Now it seems like the probably the best version on PC is going to be an emulated Switch version, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, Especially since, like, 
Yeah, I'm looking it up. Apparently, like, the game still runs at 30 on Xbox, but it does have those, like, enhancements to it, you know, yeah. higher resolution. You can fix the frame rate. The frame rate was the most annoying thing on Red Dead Redemption, dude. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, thanks, emulation. Okay. <laughs> find it here oh never mind i guess hold on what is xenia xena is an xbox emulator oh never mind that <laughs> yeah i guess it does run at 60 fps if you run a xenia but it doesn't run natively on yeah, like emulators have can emulators can like unlock the shit. The same thing with like the Switch emulators. That's why it'd probably be best to run this on a Switch emulator because they they hack the frame rate. They do the same thing with like the Zelda games on Switch, where they've got it running at 4K. They replace the textures, so they like update all the textures. Yeah. Um. So like it's like ironic, ironically, the best way to play those games is to emulate them <laughs> on uh on pc yeah great game apparently but... red dead 2 got a 60 fps update for xbox series x but not the first one it's so weird oh, whatever. yeah i don't know current rockstar is just not not the same fuck. man it's not I'm the same fuck. Ah, it's so annoying. But yeah, I put a little link in there. So if you have an Xbox, any future Xbox model after 360, it's backwards compatible with Red Dead Redemption, and it has some enhancements to it, and you can buy a physical copy of the game brand new on Amazon for like $30. So 40% less than what Rockstar's trying to charge for their their version. So go to town on that. You can get a used copy of that same game for $10 at GameStop, so. <laughs> but it's like $15 in shipping, so. <laughs> you might as well just buy it brand new. So go check that out, because Rockstar is not going to do it. Um, in other news, Rockstar buys CFXRE. It's, so they're, they're a, a role-playing group, right? I think is the term for them. They... Or role-play community. They they make 5M, yeah. Yeah. They're the 5M guys. They're the reason why people still play GTA Online, basically. Um, this is uh, fucking huge, man. Yeah. Because they, they were kind of like... They had their own... How can I word it? It's a multiplayer mod that lets you customize your experience and it has some dedicated servers for GTA 5. And for a while, Rockstar has kind of ignored it, right? Like, they never really acknowledged it. Well, they, sent, like they sent them a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. They actually tried to shut them down, like, a couple times. Um, but, you know, you can't really shut down fucking mods. It, like, I, I think they did come to an agreement where it was like, single player only mods so they found a way to do it around that i think um 
you know, because they also tried to shut down mods too. They tried to shut down yeah, the open open IV yeah. modding tools. But yeah, they came to agreement with all that stuff that it would be single player only, and then it would shut down once you enter the online shit. So yeah, that was the that was the loophole. Yeah, but, but now they're teaming up with them. They bought them yeah. out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not teaming up. They bought them, which means. Yeah. <laughs> Which means, well, the implications of that are that maybe they would uh, integrate this shit into their own GTA Online shit. Yeah. I guess now this mod is no longer a third-party mod. Now it's, like, official content. Now it's Rockstar content, basically. Yeah. Um, So hopefully, like you said, this gets added on to maybe console versions of the game or... And more officials at the past, you can launch this stuff like from the Rockstar launcher. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. It's still too early to tell where this will go, but potential is like limitless. Therefore, this is why I have I have zero faith that GTA Six will be a good game. Yeah, I'm calling <laughs> it. I'm calling it now. It is going to be the next dumpster fire. It's going to be the yeah. next No Man's Sky. It'll be the next, yeah. the next cyberpunk. Yeah, you think so? Oh, I'm, so, I'm so positive, dude. I'm so yeah. positive. Now we'll that's not to say like, that's Rockstar not to say um, it will make a ton of money. It will break sales records. Don't get me wrong. When you say it's going to be the next No Man's Sky, you think it's going to like? Overpromise, underdeliver, or is it gonna be like a buggy, unplayable mess? Like, what are, you, what are your specifics? Both. 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 Do you think it's gonna have less content than like previous GTA games? It's gonna be a buggy mess at the same time. Like, that's that's your take where it's gonna go. Yes. Yes. However, it'll I think be, it'll break think, sales records. I think it's gonna break sales records for sure. I think it's gonna be polished. It's gonna work and run really well. But it's going to do the Red Dead 2 thing where it's going to be a really boring, um, too much attention to detail or certain things that shouldn't matter. And it's going to have less to do and less missions than GTA, than all the past GTA games. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Um, You're more optimistic than I am. Yeah. I think it's going to be a polished game. It's going to run how it's supposed to. But it's gonna have all the stuff that doesn't matter. It's gonna have this huge map with nothing to do in it. It's just it's gonna it's not gonna have enough content for the single player campaign. But it is gonna have a lot of attention to the multiplayer stuff. That that's what I think it's gonna get. Yeah, yeah. I think it will. I think they have no more like vision there at that company. All the people, yeah. all the visionaries that have been with that company since I guess GTA 3 and on to like through Red Dead 2 the people that made those games the the glory that they were they're not there anymore and so this is why you see this striking decrease in quality since Red Dead 2 in everything they've done and the, yeah. and the and this hyper focus on the one thing that's continuing to make them money, which is the the online, yeah. And even that is, you could argue, has like degraded in in quality. Yeah. 
Yeah, there hasn't been any single player stuff for GTA 5, even though the game's been re-released on everything since like what? When did GTA 5 come out? 2013? It's like a 10-year-old game. And it has gotten zero single player expansions. Everything's been multiplayer. There's even been story expansions to the main game that have been exclusive to multiplayer. Like that's crazy to me to think about. Especially yeah. since GTA 4. Um, I never played GTA 4, but I remember I felt like that whole like a year or two years after it was released, we were getting like all kinds of expansions for it, right? Lost in the Dam, Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah. There's like one other one. It's like, oh, here's like more campaigns, extra playable characters in this world you like love to play in. And it's just like it's gone with GTA 5. It's so weird to like see that. Even Red Dead. Um, like Red Dead has had nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Red Dead One had it had it only had one like single player expansion, it was Undead Nightmare, but that was like that was huge. <laughs> that yeah. was a whole ass other game. Like I'm fine with that. And Red Dead Two hasn't had any of that. It's so weird to see this, like And you know, they put out those remasters and they're not they're not at the level of quality that you would expect from the Rockstar of all yeah people it's like what, like, what the when rockstar released something it was like even if it wasn't gta it was like something incredible something polished really good like max Payne 3 was another example that's like an incredible yeah. fucking game that knows what i wanted to do it had a vision for what i wanted to do and it does that very very fucking well but I don't know what's happened, but that's not the same Rockstar anymore. Like, yeah, it's just Rockstar by name. I think the people, yeah. the great people behind Rockstar are not there. Like the Housers are doing their own thing. I know, like the Benz, Leslie Benzies is doing. He's doing like his own. Like, what was his game called? Everything. Whereas uh, it's like it's kind of like the the GTA Online thing, but even scaled up even more people thought it was fucking like an nft game or some shit yeah but you know they're off doing like their own things and yeah that shit looks cool um rocks you know gta i just don't i don't i don't see it happening i don't see it happening so that's why they have to buy the competition because they're not capable themselves of yeah. building uh, a product that can compete with this thing so they had to buy them so that they could make it <laughs> and you know I'm sure it'll be I'm sure that part of it will be good because they're getting some competent people making it Yeah. Uh, but the rest of it I have no confidence and then of course it'll be littered with you know their like microtransaction bullshit yeah. shark cards and all that garbage. So, which the, that I'm that game out. already is. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting bummed out. Like, thinking about it, uh, I have no confidence it's going to be anything like good. You know, you, you know what needs to happen. I think other companies just step up and like Activision owns Gun. Release another Gun. Like, you know, wow. I would take another Gun right now. And like, hey, this is how you make like, a fun like Western open world game that's single player focused. Um, it's never going to happen, but I would love to see it happen. Um, well, yeah, we'll see what happens with it, man. Like, 
I'm not going to hold my breath on anything Rockstar puts out, though. Um, other news, Valve is selling certified refurbished Steam Deck, so that's cool. Get a refurbished Steam Deck from Valve for a discounted price. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, I thought we still got a bit to go through. <laughs> All right. Bionic. Bionicle. Massive Power. This is a fan game, right? Didn't we talk about this before? Yeah. It's, so uh, it's actually yeah, it's coming. Cool. Uh, what I didn't yeah. know is that they have an agreement with Lego that um, they they have to put this out for free. They cannot oh, yeah? they cannot charge they cannot sell this game, which I think like was kind of already like the the expectation, right? Like you well, can't just I... make a game on someone else's IP and charge for it without permission. Yeah, well, I thought they had like an agreement that they could do that or like license it or something. But uh, it's so it's... that's where it gets tricky because I don't want to talk about like copyright law and IP law. But if you license something, there has to be like an agreement for a certain expectation of like you know residuals, and you have to have somebody there to monitor the license to a certain extent. Like it opens up a can of worms if like you go to sell the game. Because then it's it's not it's no longer like yeah you can use our IP now it's a licensing deal, you know it's not so much like once money gets involved that that like complicates it yeah because then the brand can look bad the you can argue a free game can make the brand look bad too but yeah that's what I'm like I figured if they were even allowed to do this at all that they did have some sort of agreement but I didn't think that it was just like oh you can do whatever you want just put it out for free. Yeah. Like, even that's like very generous. Yeah, it is very generous. Like that's still really cool of them to do. Um that's the problem with fan games is that the company could come in at any time and decide, like, hey, we don't want you to do this, and then all this time you put into working on it is yeah. gone. And they can also decide like halfway through the deal, like, hey, I know we gave you permission before, but we're rescinding that and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, but once you like get money involved and you actually officially license it out as a product to sell, I think you don't have that luxury anymore. Is the problem, or at least it gets more complicated because now like that money's involved. You have to like get a contract written, lawyers need to go over it, notify it, verify it, versus just hey, you have our permission to use it, just don't charge for it, because then they still have that that ownership to rescind at any time. Without having to get uh, contracts written up, at least that's what I think is going on. Because like, once you get money involved, it's not a it's not a favor anymore. It's a deal. Even if like they're not charging them anything, it's not a favor anymore. It's a deal. Um, and with that, there's certain expectations you know, having a contract. But that's what I think, at least. And I'm not a lawyer, but <laughs> I think my logic's pretty sound. Um, but no, oh this game God. looks fucking dope. They have like, free 3D models of every piece they created for the game. Yeah, dude. I was about to say that. There's some cool shit here. Like, there's a lot of work that went into this, like for just a, a free fan game. I'm definitely gonna check this out once it drops. Um, yeah, they got a demo out now. You can check it out. It's on Real Engine Five. So go watch that. Uh, I'm gonna get through the rest of this quick. My baby's crying. I feel bad for my wife who's been with him for like two hours. Um. And game releases, August 15th, we got Everspace 2 dropping on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, Hammer Watch 2. 
dropping on PC. You like Camera Watch, right? Like you recommend you recommend that? Yeah, we played the demo during the demo derby. It was fucking incredible. So I'm buying this game. Yeah, this looks <laughs> dope. I'll check it out too. Um, moving out too is dropping on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, on August 16th, we have On Guard coming out on PC. This game looked fucking incredible. Yes. I wanted to play this game so bad. I missed it during the demo derby, but I think there's still a demo out there I can try out. So, uh, We also got the Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood releasing on PC and Switch. It's like some visual novel, like narrative experience. Yeah. Looks also, cool. Devolver joint. Devolver, yeah. It's a very casual, like, it's like a story-driven choose your adventure game. Looks neat. The character designs are cool. I like the art style a lot, so might be worth checking out. We also got Afogato. Is that how you pronounce it? Afogato. Avocado. Avocado. (laughs) Afogato. It's an RPG featuring unique reverse tower defense mechanic. What? Really? That's cool. Reverse tower defense. That's when you are the attacker, right? Yeah. I think so. There's all kinds of stuff in this game. It's like... It's like a JRPG reverse tower defense game with, like... Uh, It's like a visual novel storytelling. Okay, uh, this might be cool. Cafe simulator. (laughs) Yeah, this looks pretty cool. I want to check it out. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition coming for PS5 and Xbox Series X. You can already get it on Steam if you want. Uh, Marble It Up Ultra is releasing on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. This looks cool. It's like a little Marvel mar- Marvel game. <laughs> Marvel Madness. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption talked about that already. Switch and PS4 for way too goddamn much money. Then we got the Shadow Gambit, Shadow Gambit, the Cursed Crew, releasing on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. It's a strategy RPG tactical game. Nope. Looks pretty cool. I think it looks cool. The character designs are neat. I, I like, like this. The, I like the pirate theme. I like the pirate theme. Supernatural pirate theme is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Looks neat. Um, Shinobi Nangarada. Don't want to tell me what that means. Let me know. Oh, this looks cool. It's like a 2D side scroller. Oh, like a hardcore retro like 2D NES side scroller. game. Yeah. Yeah. With slightly better animation than you expect on an NES. I like this. I really like this, actually. It's going on the wish list. This looks oh, awesome. Okay, I see the animations like. I thought it was sprite-based, but it's not entirely sprite-based animation. Like, there's sprites, but if you look at, like, that lion boss, you see the way his limbs are moving? That's oh, like... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, NES can't do that. <laughs> but still, it looks cool. I'll check it out. It reminds me of The Legend of Kage on yeah. uh, NES, if anyone remembers that game. Yeah, dude. Next is uh, Vampire Survivors releasing on Switch. About time. That's a great Switch game. Oh, that would yeah. be a great Switch game. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is dropping August 18th for PC and Switch. This looks yes. incredible. This looks so dope. It is uh, X Jet Set Radio devs, I think. 
or maybe not, but I know the guy who did the music for Jet Set is going to be on this game, so that's yeah. cool. And it just straight up looks like Jet Set, so I'm cool with it, dude. Bring it on. With Madden, uh, NFL, skateboards and bikes. Oh, skateboards, yeah. It's got bikes and skateboards now, so go check it out. Uh, Madden NFL 24, for those of you who care about it, for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, because of course it is. There's a new one every year, so... Already uh, in the Radiant top sellers Stone. on Steam, by the way. Of course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. Uh, Radiant Silver Gun is a... What is it, like a shooter? Bullet Hell shooter? Yeah, I think that's the term for Bullet it. Bullet Hell, I think, is a remake of a 1998 shooter from Treasure. There you go. Go check it out if you're into those types of games. And finally, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is releasing August 18th because that did not learn its lesson from the <laughs> other like horror movie icon games we've gotten. For those of you who forgot, we got a fucking Friday the 13th game that sold like shit. We got a Predator game that sold like shit. And multiple Alien games, most of them sold like shit. Um, yeah. We have that uh, Killer Clowns Matter Space game coming out that nobody's talking about anymore. So, Well, it's not out yet, but... It's coming out, but already people are done talking about I it. I think so. what all these guys learned is that, hey, we should just put our characters into uh, Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they should. They're all Dead by Daylight anyway, so... The alien is... They just announced Alien for it. Yeah, so it's like... And you know, yeah, they, they all are just that game anyway, so it's not even like... <laughs> Just yeah, them, exactly. Yeah. Just put them all in Dead by Daylight. Just take take the money for the licensing deal and just do that. Don't make your own game because it's going to cost way more money. It's going to be a piece of shit. Yeah. As you get delisted in like a year, like Friday the 13th. <laughs> I think Predator got delisted too, so. And that's it for the show, everybody. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys so much. We talked a lot. I thought it was going to be a shorter show, but we, <laughs> we got really off topic a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm cool with it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to get Pat the Bags out of the shot after I help my wife with the baby because I can hear that kid crying from over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Tell people they can find us. Guys, yeah, go to GameReverse.com. Go to GameReverse.com slash Twitch. GameReverse.com slash YouTube. GameReverse.com slash Discord. Hop in there. I've just been chilling in the chat. I've just been chilling in there. So if you see me in there, just hop in there and... uh just hang out i've just been hanging out we can hang out play some video games you know do stuff like that the video game thing there's video games coming out you playing that Baldur's gate i'm not but uh I'm not, I, I want to but I'm i don't not. I, it's not my it's not my jam it's not my it's style absolutely my jam so yeah yeah oh yeah that um you roll literal dice in that game too yeah it's literal dice rolls it's crazy yeah bro i fox with it um yeah that'll do it that'll do it thanks yep thank you everybody peace out be safe be asking to each other we'll see you guys next week <laughs>